0: Hello, and thank you for joining me on the Business Essentials Podcast. This is where it gets real, and we break down everything you need to know about building and running a successful business. We'll chat about strategies, finances, tools, systems, leadership, and everything in between. My name is Viola Wheeling, and I'm your host. Come hang out with me for a couple minutes. Hello, welcome to episode 10, and today the question I'll be answering is whether to do a business model or to do a business plan. So I'll be breaking down these two concepts or these two tools and share with you what my opinion is regarding which one you should go with if you are Starting off or depending on where you are, it's a it's a it's not a straightforward answer, but let's get straight into it. So if you are, you know, kind of starting off or have started maybe within a year and you're still walking through the kinks of your business. A lot of times, um you know, some people ask me if I want to get serious about just kind of planning what type of tool would be best suited for me to plan in my business and the two things that often come in in question or in mind are should I do a business plan or should I do um, work on my business model Um, and again this question is not straightforward because it really depends on where you are in your business so if you're just starting off and you have a great idea, um, you're in a different space than someone who has, you know, been in business for a couple of years and has worked out their the kings of their business and everything. So um, before I kind of give you my opinion, I just want to highlight what these two different um, tools or business concepts are. Um. So just in a kind of summary definition, when we talk about a business model, we're talking about how your business will basically generate um, profit. So how is your business going to run and generate profit? So whatever idea you have, whatever concept or business idea you have, how is that idea going to kind of operationalize and generate profit for you. So that's basically what the business model is. And it walks you through that process by using um, different components. Um, And I'll get into those as well. And at the end of you kind of going through that exercise of mapping out your business model, you should be able to answer that question of how you generate profit. And on the other hand, A business plan is more of a written document, you know, something that is written out for planning purpose, um, for your business. So it's basically planning how your business is going to achieve its goals, its vision and what have you. So, um, you know, for the business plan, you kind of map out different components as well. And I'll kind of highlight that later on. But you're looking at things like, you know, where do you want to be? What's your vision? What do you do? Um, What's the market uh, that you are existing in? And how do you achieve your goal within that space? And what are the strategies? And also like a financial projection. So it's, you know, one is a planning document for tomorrow, which is the business plan. And then the model it's more of a a how document, like how are you operating? Um, how are you going to operate your business? So just by virtue of giving those two differences, for me, I would say what I love or what I prefer, if I had to answer that question, would be a business model. And I'll tell you why. Um, so a lot of times, the um, and it's, it's really not... To be quite honest, it's not a yes or no answer because, again, depending on where you are, one may not really be relevant to you as much as the other and depending on what you need it for. But for the purpose of our conversation, just say we have two businesses starting up um, or kind of in early kind of infancy stages of their business, and they're trying to determine what would be the best tool for me to, um, to kind of use, my first response for that scenario would be a business model. And, and I'll tell you why it's because, you know, the business model really kind of takes your idea and breaks it down, um, to really kind of palatable components for you to really understand if you have a viable business or not. Sometimes we think about an idea, um, especially if you're kind of having some of an innovative idea, whether it's a product or just innovative in the sense that the way you're implementing it or where you're introducing it to, um, if it hasn't necessarily been done before, or even if it has, you need to be able to understand how you are going to operationalize that idea to generate profit. Because at the end of the day, we're in business to make profit. So, You know, an idea can be great, but you need to understand the breakdown of how that generates profit for you. And sometimes what happens is we can, you know, be excited about an idea and get into business. And if you haven't really done this mental or this exercise of really mapping out your business model, then you come across certain hiccups, you know, in the process of implementing And at that point, it's almost like you don't want to be catching major issues or flaws with your, um, you know, with your business um, idea at the point of execution. Because then you've invested so many resources, your time, your money, and um, it may make or break, you know, your, your business. So you kind of want to know upfront if you have a viable business or not and you kind of want to anticipate some of those challenges by going through the components up front so you can have at least somewhat of a contingency um to address some of the challenges um you know it's not going to be perfect there will be things that you may not have analyzed while doing this exercise but at least you're going to be way more prepared than if you did not do it at all so um I would really recommend that if you're starting a business or at some infancy stage, if you haven't done, um, gone through this exercise of doing a, um, working out or planning out your business model, I would recommend it highly. And, um, yeah, so, but before I even go into kind of addressing some of the differences, Um, I just want to highlight the different components and just shed a little light on the different components within um, a business model. Um, So like I mentioned, the business model is your basically how you generate, um, you know, profit for your business. So within the model, you can have an elaborate business. model. Another reason why I like it is the simplicity of the model, right? It's not this. If you just Google a business model canvas, you will find, you know, many templates on where you can have a one page, you know, canvas and just fill out the different um, questions and basically helps you to kind of walk out, walk through your idea or your business. So it's simple because it's simple in the sense that it's really straightforward and it's easy to do. Um, whereas with the business plan um. You know, there's so many different ways to go about it. It's kind of a somewhat of a tedious um, exercise. Um, you know, it is also important. But again, like I was saying, if I had to pick one, I would pick, you know, the model. So when if you are interested or curious about a business model and you want to um, just kind of see what it looks like, just Google a business model um, canvas. And again, you're gonna see multiple templates on um on a maybe I should put it on my website just um just in case on my resource page um so you can also check that out. I'll upload one on my resource page so you can check there as well. Uh, so on that canvas, you're gonna have about four different sections within the business model, right? So the main the first thing you wanna address is. What is your value proposition? And basically, with that is what is it that you're selling? What is, is it a product or a service? What you're offering, right, to your customer, and what is that value that you're generating to your customer? You want to be clear on what your business, um, your value proposition is, right? Um For so many reasons, but that I think that's the most important thing. Like, you want to have a product that is solving some kind of a problem. Otherwise, you probably have a hard time, um, kind of mapping out your customer base. So, really understanding what your value proposition is is gonna help you determine who um you know who your customer base, uh, or who you're selling to. Um. So once you figured out what your offering is. The next part is to figure out your infrastructure. And with the infrastructure component, um, the first thing would be what are the key resources that you need to um, execute this idea? So say you have a product-based business um, and say you're manufacturing um. Just for the purpose of this conversation, let me just kind of keep it simple so that I can use one um, example consistently. So say you're manufacturing um, um, shea butter or whipped shea cream or something, right? Um, And I'm saying that because I'm looking at a bottle of shea butter right now. So that's like the first thing I can think about. But um, say that's what your business is. You are manufacturing shea butter um, and I guess the value proposition for that would be to provide a, um, like a superior, I guess, moisturizing or cream, um, for a segment of people that either experience dry skin or dry, um, hair. And the value that you'd be giving to them is that, you know, you are providing this superior um solution for their dry skin or dry hair so that's your value proposition so what resources um are you going to need to be able to operationalize or manufacture this shea um shea butter cream so you would need the raw material which is the shea butter and so you're either going to be growing the growing the actual plant or you're gonna be sourcing it from somewhere so you need that um, another resource is you probably need some kind of a processing machine to be able to whip the cream um, so you need machinery you need personnel so you know you can think about all the different resources you need but this starts to help you to really think through every single component of your business so once you have identified your key resources um, you identify your key partners. So obviously, when you engage in business, we work in a community, right? So you would probably have relationships with different vendors, suppliers, and things of that nature. So you want to identify who those key partners are gonna be. In this in this example, your key partner, for example, would be um your supplier of of Shea, of the actual raw shea um border so um so that would be a key partner so think about different the different business partners that you would have to engage with to take your product um to completion okay and then the other key infrastructure item would be um what are the key activities uh that you have to engage in to be able to produce this product so for key activities Um, you want to think about okay you have to manufacture so you have to actually you know produce it Um, you have to package it and bottle it um, you know and think so those are the type of key activities that will go into you um, manufacturing your shea butter cream so the first thing we talked about is your offering so your value proposition and then the second thing we talked about was your infrastructure. So like your key resources, your key partners, and the key activities. Now, the next thing we want to look at, the next component is the, your customer base, right? So you want to look at your customer as a whole. So the different things within the um, customer uh, component is the first one is your customer segment, so you want to really identify every single customer segment that you are going to be serving, um, and it's really important because it helps you to develop your um your marketing plan or how you communicate with them. So um because every single segment is different, right? So say um with the shea butter, you want to appeal to you know, maybe moms who have kids with dry skin, you know, that's, that may be one. Moms might be one segment. Um, if you want to appeal to African American, the African American population, um, that may be experiencing challenges in finding really superior, um, hair, uh, moisturizing cream, that would be another segment. Um, and for the sake of, just everybody kind of understanding what customer segments could be. It could be anything from age groups. So you can have customer segments that are divided by age groups. Um, it can be divided by male or female. Um, it could be also divided by different locations. So you can have a customer se- segment, you know, in a different state or in a different city. So really kind of break down all your different segments of the different groups of Customers that will be consuming your product or service. And um, again, every segment is different and you need to make a clear distinction. And then the next component is your customer relationship. Um, So actually, let me talk about your customer channel before I talk about the customer relationship. Because the customer channel is directly linked to you identifying the different segments so once you've identified the segments you also have to identify your customer channels. so that will be how you distribute and communicate or market to these different um, segments right the way you market to you know a male would be different from the way you market to a female or maybe the same, but um, for some products, it may be different. The way you market to someone in a different state may be different from the way you market to your original um, customer base. The way you market to an older person may be different from the way, you know, you market to a Gen X um, person. So really kind of mapping out what those distribution channels are um, and also what your marketing um, on how you market to your customers. Okay. And then the next part within the customer component is your customer relationship. So, you know, if you have a customer base, you have to have, you will have some kind of a relationship with your customer, whether it's intentional or not. So just by virtue of selling to someone, um, you would have to engage in communication with them whether it's at the point of purchase or post purchase where maybe they may have challenges with your product or whether it's you know how you kind of train or explain how to use your product or just all the different ways on on which this um customer relationship is formed or based off of you want to identify you know, how you, um, address all the different, the different components of your customer relationship. So, um, your customer service, so to speak. So addressing all of that, um, is important. So the customer, I want to kind of highlight, um, the customer component, right? So there was three things we talked about. We talked about the customer segment. Um, we talked about your, the customer channels, and then we talked about, the customer relationship okay and then the last component of the model is the finance component it's I want to say the best we save the best for last um, it's all about the money guys so you know you have to the money has to be in there so with the finance components um, you're basically have two sections right your cost structure and your revenue streams. So you want to identify what are all your revenue streams and how you are making money from this product. Are you making money by, you know, selling um, in a brick and mortar? Are you making money by selling online? Are you making money um, by doing some kind of a consulting on how to, you know, just whatever all your different revenue streams are, you identify them. And then the next component is your cost structure. Um, How is, what is the different, um, I guess, your expenses, right? So how does that, how, how does your, how do you break down your expenses from, you know, direct, indirect, uh, or like your cost of goods sold? How much does it, how much does it take? Or how much do you need to be able to, um, manufacture your product So that would be like your cost of goods sold. How much do you need to be able to, um, just run the business? So like your overhead stuff, um, do you need a, um, an office? Do you need some HR? Do you need internet? What is that cost structure like? You want to be able to identify all the expenses that are associated with you running your business so that when you generate revenue um, and you factor in your expenses, you are going to be making a profit, right? Um, so yeah, your cost structure has to be like, okay, this is my revenue. This is my, these are my expenses and this is my net income. So I spent a little more time on this because again, this is what I think is superior to a business plan when, when you are trying to start off. I think it serves you better understanding your business and whether it's viable or not. And going through this exercise is really gonna help you do so. Um I'm gonna very skim I'm gonna quickly skim through the business plan. But before I do that, I just want to highlight again the different nine um, components of a business model. Your value proposition, one. Key resources, two. Key partners, three. Key activities, four. Your customer segment, five. Your customer channels, six. Your customer relationships, seven. Seven your cost structure 8 and your revenue streams 9 so these are the seven things that when you really kind of do a deep dive on your idea it helps you kind of create your model and it helps you to understand how you as a company is going to um you how you as a company is going to generate profit for your business okay now, for business plan, I'm sure we all know somewhat of, you know, what a business plan entails. But like I mentioned, it's more of a written um document that basically shows how the business is going to achieve its goals. And a business plan is, um, you know, they have a different look depending on what the purpose of the business plan is. If you are you know, trying to maybe get a loan or if it's for external investors or if it's just for yourself for planning. But that's basically what it is. It's a planning document. And um, uh, some of the components that you find in a business plan, you'd find an executive summary, which is like a high-level highlight on, you know, what the company is about. You find a company description Going into a kind of deeper dive of what the company is about, you will find marketing analysis. So understanding your um, the market that you're in, what your different um, competitors are. Um, that would be a separate section, doing like a competitive advantage of what your competitors are and where you um, score or where, you know, where you fit in on that on that landscape right because you have to kind of know where your position is are you that's a whole separate conversation but anyways so you do a competitive um, analysis you probably also want to do like an organization chat to just kind of show where um, your personnel needs are and how how they are kind of framed in your company right so who is responsible for what um, and uh, who is doing what? Um, you also want to have your, I guess your um product and service, right? So you, at some point, you wanna in your plan, you wanna describe exactly what the product and or service um that you're offering is, and also the um you know the marketing or sales effort that you are going to do to get this product to your customers. Um, another thing would be to do your financial projections. Um, to see, you know, just kind of where your PL would be like, um, maybe in a year or two years. So do some kind of a financial projection. Again, depending on the intent of your plan, um, it will kind of define what the specs for your projection would be. Um, and you can also add a contingency plan in there, um, just so you have a, you know, a well-thought-out plan. But like I said, different, there's so many different formats, but those are some of the components that you find in a typical business plan. Um. So now that we kinda understand what these two documents are, or these two tools are, what I definitely want to highlight is the fact that they are not static, right? So they're changing, and especially, and that's probably the reason why I prefer a model because the, the world is changing so frequently, um, and to say that you would go in every at every change to really um, kind of re engineer your business plan because it's such a tedious document, I don't necessarily know that that's too practical, right? And um, also, a lot of times the planning. Before, especially when you're at that infancy, when you haven't really gone into the business or you're just kind of fresh into the business, there's so many you can really kind of plan, but it never really kind of turns out the way you kind of envision. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just the way you know, the way things are. You kind of think, you know, your marketing or your product and service is going to be X, but by the time you start executing. Um, maybe the customer is pulling you, um, is showing a different need and you are kind of transforming what you're offering is. So, you know, this is a business plan is I feel like it's more practical to do a model because, again, it's simple and you can update it every time um, you every time you feel like you have a new idea or an evolvement of your business, it's easy to just kind of go back to the drawing board and see how that evolvement plays out with with regards to generating you profit. Um, So, you know, that's my take on the business model versus business um, plan uh, question. Um, And again, I just want to really emphasize that it depends on where you are in your business and what you're needing this planning tool or this document for. Um, so again, I gave you a couple examples. Um, sometimes you may need it to, um, if you're applying for a loan or for investors, you you they want to kind of really see your um your business plan. So of course, you know you need a business plan for that. But when you're just kind of starting off or new and you need something to really kind of paint the picture for you, I think a model is a good tool to help you really think through your business idea. Um, that being said, you know, it's not to say that you just do a business model and leave it at that. There's so many business tools um, in business um, or in the business uh, ecosystem to just kind of help us to you know achieve greater success in our business um and they might be other things that will be helpful to you as you grow in your business so don't feel like oh i, I have this one model and um you know that's it you know so pay attention to how your business is growing and um and then also what you need to what tools you can kind of implement to kind of help you through that journey the one thing i will say you know with the business model again it's kind of like the how so when you do start to um when you do start to run as a business and or you're at that infancy stage and you have your you, your business is viable you've kind of gone through you have a proper concept you also want to start looking at planning right um you don't want to be stuck in the day to day you want to have some kind of a goal um, a vision and some kind of an aspirational goal for your business, and there are other tools to help you plan and to really be specific. Um, in in achieving those goals, i.e., you can do a strategic plan. Um, a strategic plan is like really very being very intentional about identifying what your goals and what your vision is and how you get to that vision as a company. So, again, this is not to say that this is the only one tool you're gonna use in your business forever and ever. Um, you have to, obviously, as you grow, you kind of bring in other tools to help you on that journey. So, that's my take. I wanna hear what your feedback is. What do you think is a better tool for your stage in business? Um, send me an email or a comment i would love to hear from you and until next time have a great time thank you for hanging out with me during this episode if you have any questions or comments i would really love to hear from you bye for now and always remember you've got what it takes to win